Welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Uh, just getting started here. Uh, remember, if you're tuning in for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I am a six-degree black belt in the universal martial art and a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo martial art. And we're here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe. So um, today's example comes to us from the Cobra Kai Netflix series, uh, where Daniel LaRusso has the students of Miyagi-Do, and they are training out in the hot weather. Now, uh, Daniel used this as an opportunity to teach the students Shoshu Gaiko, or hot weather training. Which brings me to today's topic, which is also Shoshu Gaiko, which is a Japanese martial art training method of training in hot weather. Uh, now, earlier we had done the Kan Gaiko, which is the training in cold weather. So we decided to do the hot weather training today. So um, part of the personal history of this is that when I was a kid, there was plenty of opportunities to work in the summers in Michigan. Now, and they can sometimes be as hot as Florida uh, in the 90s and very humid. So one summer that I can remember in particular was my senior year in high school. Uh, right after my senior year, I decided to take a leave of absence from my job and work the whole summer with my dad building a three-car garage, a vestibule, and an extension to our living room in our house. Now, um, one part of that job was um, reshingling our existing house and shingling the whole new addition to the house. So um, back then, my father had hurt his elbow hammering, so I ended up doing all the work. Um, I was on that roof most of the summer, um, pounding the roofing nails by hand using the hammer and that was uh, before, um, or before nail guns that I knew about. So I uh, did everything by hand. And of course, it gave me an opportunity to practice my Karate Kid training because most of the uh, nails were driven in by one single shot of the hammer. So it was, it was dunk, 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 whoosh, you know, and the whole thing uh, would uh, be down. And I just move on to the next uh, uh, shingle and keep on going. So. Um, it was fun, but I got a chance to use my Karate Kid skills that summer. Um, also, too, um, I was also training in the hot weather. The I was working in the hot weather the whole summer um, where I burnt the back of my neck, my thighs, my arms, and my face because I was sitting at the same angle um, doing the, um, the shingling. And it was today's personal inspiration for today's topic. So... Um, Part of the uh, work task part of this um, Shoshu Gaiko is the working in hot weather. Okay, so when you work in hot weather, uh, you got to be a little different than uh, working in, uh, you know, normal temperatures or cold temperatures. Okay, one of the things that you want to do when you're working in the hot weather is you want to take it slow. Okay, do small tasks one at a time. Also, too, drink plenty of water. Um, sometimes I come in from working outside 
and I'll pound uh, half a water bottle right then just to make sure that I'm getting enough water in and uh, drink quite a bit when you're outside working. Um, also take breaks to get out of the sun. You don't want to stay roasting in the sun the whole time. Uh, one of the things about working in hot weather is uh, being consistent. You want to make sure that you're being consistent. Um, sometimes people, uh, when they're working, they want to run around a lot and um, do things fast. And that's me a lot of times. But I try to uh, be consistent because um, um, it helps uh, to not overwork yourself or to get heat stroke. Um, also, too, control your breathing. I always make sure that when I'm in hot weather, I, um, I um, breathe really deep. Uh, to make sure that I'm uh, um, using my uh, full capacity of my lungs. Um, also, too, wear sunscreen. And don't forget to wear a hat and sunglasses. Okay? Uh, and I put down here, dress appropriately. So there's different ways of doing this. Uh, one is um, training in, um, I mean, um, working in uh, shorts or a tank top to minimize the amount of clothing you're wearing so that you can uh, uh, feel better outside. Um, there's also another way as well, uh, like for example, um, uh, yesterday I decided to wash and wax my van and uh, I took off my shirt just to get a little extra sun uh, on my shoulders and uh, back because um, the previous week I was um, I had a shirt on the whole week and I had a kind of a farmer's tan going on. Um, but you want to be careful um, that you don't do that too much. So for example, I did it just when I was washing the wax in my van and then I put my shirt back on and did the rest of the work. Um, because I noticed down here in Florida where the sun can be pretty hot, um, all of the landscapers and um, uh, the guys who mow the lawns, uh, they always, they're always completely covered. They usually have a, a wide uh, brimmed hat, uh, sunglasses, uh, sometimes even like a face mask. And it's not because of any, any uh, uh, you know, COVID or anything like that, but it's because of the um, because of the dust they get in their mouth and they they ingest all the uh, the float the floating the grass floating around and all the pollen and all the everything. So, um, and they wear long sleeves, and. Um, uh, Probably because in that line of work, if you go and you say, oh, I'll get a nice suntan today, um, what happens is, is that if you get burnt, you have to still go and work the next day out in the hot sun again. So it's not good to subject yourself to that hot sun day after day after day. Uh, in fact, it's kind of funny, but um, a lot of those guys look like ninjas when they're out uh, mowing lawns because they have like the face covering and the uh, the head coverings and the sunglasses so they kind of look like ninjas because they're all covered up. But uh, So that's what I mean about dressing appropriately. You have to judge it based on how long you're going to be in the sun and how frequently you're going to be in the sun. So, um, you know, even like a hat, like I've been wearing a hat lately uh, when I'm outside and mostly it's because um, like a baseball hat in order to shield the sun um, from the area that doesn't cover, my sunglasses doesn't cover. Uh, because I wear prescription glasses, uh, my sunglasses don't cover everything, uh, like, um, like, like the traditional glasses, like the ones you see kind of like surfer guys wearing, 
where they wrap around your head and everything and they, they are very uh, closed up. Uh, mine don't do that, so there's, a, there's an area, especially during the top, the middle of the day, where the sun just sim simply goes right through my glasses and right to my eyes. So you gotta protect your eyes. So um, <clears throat> that is the working in hot weather work task in a nutshell, okay? Now, most of Shoshu Geico is the martial art practice. Now, the martial art practice of training in hot weather, uh, you have to do a few things. Uh, for one, I greatly encourage it. It's um, martial art training shouldn't always be done in a control, a temperature controlled studio, okay? Sometimes it needs to be done in the elements more, okay? And that's not just some mythical type of, mystical type of thing to do. Um, there is benefits to training in different temperatures, okay? We'll, we'll cover that during our martial art training today. So sometimes it's good to go outside and train or train when it's hot or train when it's cold, okay? Um, but one thing you have to do in um, Shoshu Geiko is you have to make sure that you're focusing on your breathing. Just like the work task, you gotta make sure you focus on your breathing. Nice deep breaths, nice deep breaths out to make sure that you don't forget to breathe, okay? It also helps you to relax a lot more too. Now, another thing you do in your martial art practice outside is you sweat out your toxins. Okay, so when you sweat a lot, um, it sweats out a lot of your toxins uh, in the skin and also in your body. And that's always good to do. Um, some people uh, will go in saunas to do that. Okay, but in, in hot weather, you don't have to do that. You can just simply go outside. Um, also too, you can increase your tolerance for the heat. Okay. Now we do summer camps every summer and we do these movie camps where the kids have to go outside and they have to act out and do martial arts in the hot weather. Now one of the things I've noticed about people in Florida in particular is that they, um, the summertime is kind of like the wintertime in Michigan. Um, the wintertime in Michigan it's cold so nobody goes outside. Uh, in the summertime in Florida it's too hot outside, it's over 90 degrees, 95. So a lot of people stay inside all the time in air, in air conditioning. And um, they have zero tolerance for the heat. So like literally five minutes after we go outside, they're already complaining about being too hot, need a drink, uh, need to go sit in some air conditioning uh, because they have zero tolerance for the heat. Now, I do a lot of things outside. I take walks a lot. I build stuff outside. I work outside. So my tolerance for the heat is really, really good, okay? Uh, in fact, um, my kids, when they hang out with me more, they also have a better tolerance of the heat. When I let them play inside on their phones and their computers, sometimes they have less tolerance for the heat, okay? So it's important to have that kind of tolerance, especially if you uh, need to adventure like me. Um, also, too, part of the martial art practice is that the muscles are warmer for better stretching. So this is a great opportunity to try and do some developmental stretches, okay? Um, developmental stretching is good. Uh, I know I need to do more of it. Uh, a lot of times I only do the stretches that we do in class, which is designed for warm-up. It's not designed uh, to be developmental, okay? Um, so one of the things you can do in this nice hot weather is you can do 
hot yoga training to help your martial arts. Now, hot yoga is typically done in like a sauna environment, um, and they do, or it's really, really hot in there, and they do um, um, yoga while, while in the nice hot weather, uh, hot training. Um, and you can do that outside in the summers, you know, you can do the hot yoga training. And I've done it before, I put a pair of headphones on, I do some yoga and I take it really slow, breathe deeply and um, uh, just go through each individual stretch and it feels amazing sometimes, okay? It's, it's important to have the music too because that helps. If you have a nice relaxing music while you're doing it, it kind of sets the mood a little bit and uh, you, feel, you feel good as you do your stretches. Now, um, one of the things I've discovered, I've been wearing a, um, I've been doing the heart monitor uh, thing, the um, Fitbit. Uh, watch for a long time and before that I, I used other apps for that uh, one of the things I've determined um, a lot is that you don't need to do very much to keep yourself in fat burning zone when you're in the hotter weather okay so like for example uh, when I take a walk uh, if I take a walk during the day and it's 85 90 degrees um, I can just walk normally and I look at my, uh, my heart rate and I am in fat burning zone. Uh, fat burning zone is always 220 minus age and then you take a percentage of that. So for example, uh, minimum fat burning zone for a lot of people is 60%. So you take 60% of your maximum heart rate and that's where you need to be in order for you to burn fat. Um, that zone. So um, I noticed that uh, when I take a walk in, during the day, um, that I'm in fat burning zone. But if I wait till to, like at nighttime, like in Florida last night it was 62 degrees, um, and I walk, I notice that I'm not in fat burning zone. Okay, so in, instead of being at 109 or 114, I'm more like 98. So um, you have to work harder when it's when you're not in the hot weather. Um, so that's nice. So like if, you, if you're in hot weather, you, you don't need to work as hard to keep on burning okay um, one of the things that you can do for your martial art practice of Shoshu Gaiko is you can practice your kicks more okay because you have such good footing um, it's a great time to practice your kicks now um, that's the opposite of what I said during Khan Gaiko or training in cold weather um, I said to practice your hand techniques more because Sometimes there's snow, sometimes there's ice, and so on and so forth. But in the hot weather, you usually get a nice footing outside that's uh, grass or it's concrete, it's pretty dry, and you get a pretty easy um, time of doing your kicks. So I recommend taking it slow, okay, maybe putting on a pair of headphones again. It's always fun to keep your, uh, keep your motivation. And then you can practice five of every kick that you know. So you can start off like with a front leg front kick, okay? You can do five of that one, and then you can do five of the rear leg, and then switch your stance if you want, um, or you can keep on going up the kick the kick tree, and you can practice all of your kicks. Now, as I said before, like if you were in like more moderate temperature, uh, you'd probably have to do combinations in order to keep your heart rate up. But I'm telling you, if you do one kick at a time, you can keep your heart rate in fat burning zone in hot weather, okay? Especially if you jump start it with a few jumping jacks, okay? So a lot of times what I do 
is I'll do, uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, yesterday I had to use my, ride my bike up to the uh, automotive place to pick up my van. It was uh, in the shop. And um, one of the things I noticed about the watch and getting, um, and getting exercise minutes are is you have to get your heart rate up to fat burning, to, um, to exercise mode. So what I do is I do 20 jumping jacks uh, first. So what I did was I had my bike all ready to go because sometimes the bike doesn't doesn't get you in fat burning zone that fast um, until you've been going a while. So um, what I did is I did ch uh, 20 jumping jacks, got my heart rate up, and then jumped on the bike and started riding. Okay, and that's a great way to jump start stuff. And that's one of the reasons why we do it in class too. Uh, we jump start our heart rate like that, and then we can kind of cruise on autopilot. Um, so um, as I was riding my bike, I was in fat burning zone the whole time. Um, and also too, what happened was as soon as I made the first turn, the wind was at my face and caused me to work a little bit harder, which kept me in the fat burning zone the rest of the time all the way up. So um, jump starting it is definitely helps you out. But when you use your legs, um, that really, like, like you can do punching a lot, but once you start doing your kicks, you, you get into fat burning zone pretty quick because you're using your whole body. So um, use that, use that to your advantage. Um, a lot of times people um, don't use it to their advantage and then they have a hard time with their weight loss goals, okay? Then after that, it's all about what you eat as opposed to um, you know your exercise level. Your exercise level is good. So for example, yesterday I did 20,000 steps and I got four hours of exercise yesterday because I was so active. So that definitely helps. Now, um, <clears throat> remember that in order to fully learn karate or any martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. And that is why we're here. We work on different work tasks every week and relate it to our martial art practice so that we can be productive in our life by getting things done, as opposed to being a gym rat who sits in the gym all day, uh, working out and then post pictures to Instagram all day. Some people do that. They work out for four hours, they spend their whole time in the gym, four hours a day, and then they post pictures to Instagram of them working out. So you wonder all the time, you always wonder all the time, what do they do for a job? How do they make money? <laughs> That's what I always wonder all the time. So you got to be productive. So one of the ways we do that in this podcast is by us doing a work task. So we get something done, and then we go work out. You know, so we, we balance things out well. Okay. Um, a couple things real quick. Uh, remember that um, if you we have a secret word or phrase um, every uh, podcast. If you know the secret word or phrase you can get discounts and free stuff, okay? Um, a lot of my students have been taking advantage of this and coming in and telling me, hey, today's secret word is this, and they would save $5 on one of our Karate Kid Master Dojo t-shirts, okay? Um, and we have a new secret word today. Um, the secret word for today is hot town. So that's hot town. And the inspiration for today's secret word is that in the Karate Kid Part 3 soundtrack, and at the very beginning of the movie, they play a song called uh, Hot uh, Summer in the City. So it goes, hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirt and gritty. 
So I thought I'd uh, put that in there today as kind of a Karate Kid Part 3 reference. Okay, so Hot Town. Um, one of the new uh, merchandise that we have coming up is we have, um, we have Karate Kid Master Dojo stickers coming out. Okay, so um, if you mention the secret word, you can uh, get some uh, discounts on our new stickers. Okay, so uh, those will be coming. It'll be great to, to get those around everybody, and those are easy to uh, mail out as well. Okay, so um, remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around us, increased productivity, and a better world. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day and have a great week. Bye-bye.